Okay, y'all. So I have had a client, I've had clients ask recently, so like, how do I find my top keywords? How do I know what my top keywords are? Which is something that I walk you through in a coaching call, something I help you figure out. But I was like, man, I want to drop a podcast on this because I know that not everybody can get a coaching call right now. And my coaching call spots are pretty darn limited for the rest of the month and through the first half of January. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to walk you through my three-step process on how to find your top three to five keywords, keyword phrases, and why, like why you need to do it. And then of course, how to do it. So be prepared to take notes. This is a great podcast episode and I'm excited to give you all this information. Hey there, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, wrangler of tiny humans, and barrel racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only worked for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees. Until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week total. So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. So in case y'all missed the announcement last episode that dropped on Tuesday, I am launching the organic marketing framework course. It's coming live January 5th. If you are like faith, teach me your ways. I want to know how to get more leads organically using my website. I want to put my website to work for me. I want to know that I'm doing the right thing to market my business. If this is you, just go on ahead and sign up for the waitlist. The waitlist peeps get a sweet discount and a special live group coaching session. If you're on the waitlist and you purchase right off the bat, you get some bonuses. And if you're still like, "Eh, Faith, I just don't know, sign up for the workshop. I'm going to have a one hour workshop on January 5th, and I'm just going to walk you guys through the three pillars to getting more leads to getting more leads organically using your website. And in that workshop, we're going to do some live keyword research. So if you're in that workshop, there's a chance that I might help you do some of your keyword research in that workshop. So you don't want to miss it. Okay. Now back up a little bit. I'm going to talk about some of this stuff that we're doing today. Okay. So picture, picture little faith, except not little faith. (laughs) I'm just talking like six years ago. Um, I had just started my first blog and I had a fresh baby. Like, I think all of this was started. I think I started my blog in like August of September, August or September. So my baby was like three or four months old. And I was just like, I'm going to write about all the things I'm going to write about 
I'm going to teach about Jesus and spiritual growth and natural health and essential oils and natural living and exercising and hunting and hiking and why hunting is important and horses and, 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 and bless me, bless me y'all. Like my heart was good. Right. (laughs) But I remember one conversation that I had with my husband and he's like, faith, you, you're going to build this business or this blog or whatever. And you really think somebody that comes to you for hunting stuff because he was supposed to do the hunting content (laughs) flash flash news alert he wrote like one blog (laughs) which is fine because clearly i'm not still teaching about hunting because i'm not the hunter in our family he is anyway um but he's like you really think somebody's gonna come to you for like business advice and you know jesus spiritual growth stuff and natural health stuff and I was like, well, why, what do you mean? And he's like, well, Faith, when you go to look up like natural remedies for X, Y, Z for a baby, you go to somebody that teaches specifically about that. And I'm like, whatever. And I just ignored him for a minute. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is my husband was right. <laughs> because, you know, we hear in business training or business teaching or any kind of marketing that the riches are in the niches. And, you know, I really wanted to ignore that, ignore that for a while because I'm a very multi-passionate individual. Like I, there's, there's no lack of being passionate about things in my life. Like there never has been. And I mean, I could, I could literally sit and talk to a random stranger for hours about any, any number of things, because I can find something in common And there's chances that I can, you know, like be passionate about something that you're passionate about and we can connect over that, right? There's no lack of passion in my life. And so it was really, really hard for me to niche down in my business. But, but I have to tell y'all that my husband and all of those quote marketing gurus about the niches, the riches being in the niches, like it's very true. And not just because you want to quote, be the go-to gal for your thing you do. But the fact of the matter is even with SEO, you can't be everything to everyone. You just can't like maybe, you know what, maybe 50 years ago (laughs) before the internet was even a thing, JK, but really maybe 50 years ago, you could be the Walmart on the block, right? And just come get all of your stuff there. (laughs) Side note, my grandma used to say, if Walmart doesn't sell it, Faith, we don't need it. And I just had to giggle at her because like she kind of did, she kind of did live her life like that. But the reality is, is a lot of us are trying to be Walmart to our business, to our, our customers, right? Myself included six years ago, right? I was trying to teach about natural remedies and exercise and healthy habits and, you know, honoring Jesus and hiking and hunting. And I mean, it's just like, there's so much, I was, I was, I was confusing myself. Right. And with SEO and trying to rank on Google, unless you are literally Walmart, 
you're not going to rank for all the things because Google wants to index information. Like that is their job. That is their mission is to index information and websites to help direct people to what they're searching for. And whether you like Google or DuckDuckGo or like whatever your search engine of choice is, like that's the whole point of a search engine, right? Is to index information so that you as the searcher can go find whatever it is that you're looking for. And the odds of you ranking in the top 10 or even 20 searches for organic gardening, spring fashion, best cars for families and dog hair care, like slim to none part, you ain't going to, you are not going to rank for all of those terms because that's confusing. Not only is that confusing to the consumer and the person that you're trying to speak to, like the actual person, it's confusing to search engines. So the niches, the riches, why do I keep saying that backwards? The riches are in the niches. Now this does not mean that you have to be super, super, super niche in your keywords or super, super small in your searches that you're going for, but it does mean that you need to have a really honed in content strategy. It needs to, means that you need to really know who your avatar is. And it means that you need to be very intentional with your keywords. Okay. Now I'm going to teach all of this in the organic marketing framework, right? Like I walk you through all of this in that, in that course. But for today, I want to walk you through this because I want to give you a head start. All right. Now, oh my, I just have to tell you about this because I just finished it not too long ago. And then I'll jump into the tips. I put together a homepage template, a homepage copy template for, for the organic marketing framework course that, oh my goodness, like this template, I, as, as a copywriter, I wish that I would have had this template years ago. Like it is, it's a template that I worked out and use for my website copy clients, but I wish that I would have had this so that I didn't have to like fight my way through and figure all of this out. Like it just would have made my life so much easier as a copywriter or in building my own website. And this template is in there. It's beautiful and it's so easy to use. So I'm excited for y'all to get that. Now, finding your top three keywords, three to five, right? Let's stick with three for now so that you're not like little baby blogger faith trying to be all the things to all the people. If that's you, stop, bless you, but stop. I was you. So I understand you but stop. (laughs) We're going to hone in and we're going to get down and dirty with your niche. Okay. And we are going to find your top three keywords. All right. Now, step one in finding your top, your top keywords is one. I want you to honestly evaluate your current place in the World Wide web. Now, if you have Google analytics turned on and it's been running for a while, populating data, and you have search console turned on, like I told you to get turned on in the last episode, if you already have that stuff turned on and it's been turned on for a while, that's really going to help you with this process. But if you don't, it's okay. You can still dig in here and figure this out. I want you to honestly evaluate your place in the World Wide web. Now, this is not about your worth as a person. This is not about your value as a business. This is simply getting a pulse for where you are as a business when it comes to searchability, when it comes for to ranking on things. So like, okay, for, this is, this is my example. I'm just going to give you an example. Let's say that you're a graphic designer. Okay. And you're like, I think graphic design is one of my keywords. Great. What I want you to do is I want you to Google graphic designer. Okay. Or whatever you currently think your main keywords are. 
If you don't know, if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode 13. But whatever you think your keywords are, I want you to go and I want you to Google some of those. And then I want you to look through websites of like the top five, 10, even 20 hits. I want you to evaluate these three things about at least these three things about each of those that you, you know, want to take the time to do. I want you to look how big of a brand does this company have that's landing for the quote graphic designer keyword. All right. How much content do they produce each week or each month content on their website? And you can do that by just going to their blog and looking at how frequently they post. Right. And then I want you to look at what all platforms are they marketing on and like genuinely marketing on. Like if they say that they're on Instagram, but they don't post, but once a month like me, then they're not actually marketing on that, on that platform very much. Okay. Go look at what all platforms are marketing on. I mean, you can, you can take notes here. You can do like a full on spreadsheet if you want, but just make mental note of that. Right. And I want you to look at is it only huge companies that are ranking for this keyword that you want to go for? Okay. I want, and, and, and maybe it's not only huge companies and maybe you've honed in your strategy a little more. If it's not just huge companies and it's companies that look to be about your size, then that might be a good keyword for you. Okay. But I want you to go through some of your main keyword phrases that you think you should be going for. And I want you to just kind of get a feel for what the competition quote is that's actually ranking for that keyword. Okay. Now, again, this is not about your value as a person. This is not about your value as a business. You just need to see where you're at in the market. You need to just, if if you are a small fish in a big pond and you're never going to get found for that keyword, then I want you to stop going for it because you're wasting your time, but you won't know that unless you honestly evaluate it. Okay. Now, step number two, in finding your top three keywords that you need to be going for is to brainstorm. Now this can actually be kind of fun. Okay. What I want you to do is I want you to brainstorm into in four different categories. All right. And I would highly, highly, highly recommend doing this on a spreadsheet because then you can take this spreadsheet and you can use it to go do your keyword research. If you haven't already done that again, I have a whole episode on doing keyword research episode number 13, but this is a really good exercise for that. Or if you're just kind of stuck and you need some fresh new ideas. So the categories that I want you to brainstorm in are problem that you solve or problems like closely related problems. Like we're not, remember, we're not teaching on hiking and natural remedies and spiritual growth and business. We're not doing the little baby faith blogger thing. Okay. I want you to teach. I want you to research or brainstorm, sorry, on the problem that you solve, the promise that you're making to your person, right? Like they come to you with this problem and the solution that you're going to offer them or the promise that you give them. Okay. So let's go back to my graphic designer example. Like, um, the problem that you know, Sam has is that she has an ugly logo while the graphic designer's promise is a customized, beautiful logo. Okay. Now the product, if you sell a physical product, I want you to brainstorm some words that people might be searching around that product. If you sell a digital product or a service product quote, I want you to brainstorm some words around what people might be searching for that. Okay. And then the fourth category 
that I want you to brainstorm some words around is the person. Now, this is twofold. The person that is searching and the person that they are searching for, aka you. Now, sometimes, like for me, like I work primarily with Christian entrepreneurs. Well, while Christian entrepreneur is a, you know, is part of my keyword strategy, that's not a keyword that's typed into Google a whole heck of a lot. Whereas like that's a that's a keyword that people identify with. They're like, oh yeah, that's me. That's not necessarily that there's typing something that they're typing into the search engine because it's not like what what are you searching for with Christian entrepreneur? Like other Christian entrepreneurs? like Christian entrepreneur gatherings, like Christian entrepreneur t-shirts, like, so think about it through that, like through that lens. So I want you to brainstorm the person about like the person that's searching for you. And then the person, AKA you, that they are searching for and things that they might call you. So like the graphic designer, right? Somebody might, you might call them a custom graphic designer, a designer, a computer designer, a logo designer, a branding designer. For me, people might call me a business coach, an SEO strategist, an SEO consultant, a content strategist, or, you know, an SEO coach, like all of these, think about the person that they are that's searching for you and the person that you are and what they might call you. And I want you to brainstorm this and put this in your spreadsheet. Okay. Now you have your, your brilliant spreadsheet, right? You're done with, you're done with step two. Now, step three is to research. I want you to research. Now, if you have Ubersuggest already, this is gonna be way easier. If you don't have Ubersuggest, that's okay. There's still ways to do free keyword research. Um, the Ubersuggest plugin on Google Chrome is super, super, super handy. You can, somebody told me the other day that they got limited to like 40 searches a day, but still like that's a lot of keywords to research. So I don't know because I don't use that. I use Ubersuggest itself, right? Okay, now in your research, I want you to remember step number one. You've evaluated your current place in the World Wide Web. And like, obviously, you know your company, right? You know your business. If you're churning out, you know, five pieces of long form content a week, and you can make it keyword rich. Like obviously you can go for some of these bigger overarching keywords and these keywords that I want you to find and figure out here, they're not like individual blog titles. They're your general overarching. They're like your goal keywords. Like if you're wanting to get found for the term like website copywriter, like that's a goal keyword. Like that's a big keyword. If you're wanting to get found for, you know, boutique clothing, like that's a big keyword, right? And then all the little supporting branches are like your blogs and your, you know, smaller keywords that support that bigger keyword. Okay. So you know, your company, right? You have now evaluated your place in the World Wide web and you've brainstormed a ton of ideas. So I want you to narrow that list down to three to five keywords. I want you to pick one that is surrounds the problem that you solve. I want you to pick another one surrounding the promise that you're making to them based on their desires and the searches that you've done. And I want you to pick another one based on the product that you sell. If there's like an actual like category of products, and then maybe another one kind of, you have to feel this with either the person that they are or the person that you are that they're searching for. Now, 
as far as the keyword search volume, that's going to depend so much on how big your business is, how much content you're already churning out, you know, how competitive your keywords are. I would rather have you go for a less competitive keyword and get found for it. And by less competitive, I mean a keyword that has less searches per month and is not as competitive to rank for. I would rather have you go for a less competitive keyword than a more competitive keyword because I want you to get found. I want your SEO efforts to be worthwhile. I want you to see that you have some traction. If you're just getting started with SEO, if you're just getting started with, you know, trying to get organic traffic from your business, I want you to stay in like the 500 to a thousand searches per month range. If you've, you know, been, I have some clients that they've been kicking butt and taking names. They've got like a full team. They've got a lot of other stuff working for them. Like they're, they're going for, you know, 30 to 50 to 70,000 search per month keywords and they're killing it. Okay. So you need to evaluate those things. You need to honestly think about, okay, do I have a chance of getting found for this keyword? And don't do it through like rose colored glasses, because obviously you love your business and you love your stuff. Like it's not about that. I want to be realistic here, not super, super rosy. And if you're like, oh my gosh, Faith, just help me figure it out. Then book a coaching call. I don't have very many left for the month. Pretty booked up finishing this awesome course for y'all, which I'm so excited about. But I do have a little bit of time left, a little bit of time blocked off for coaching clients for the rest of the month through like the first half of January. So if you are hesitant to like figure this out on your own, just go ahead and book that coaching call now and we'll get this figured out for you. And if you are so excited to finally figure out how to get leads with your website organically and sustainably, then please get on the wait list to get the discounts and free stuff with my course that launches January 5th organic marketing framework. And if you're still a little bit hesitant, or you want to get in on some of that live keyword research action, then jump into the bootcamp, the get more leads bootcamp, both of those links and all of the other links are in the show notes. And that's all I have for y'all today. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I love y'all so, so much. And I'm so excited to serve you and to continue to serve you guys. If you have friends that have online businesses or they need to get their online business going, please, please, please share this podcast, leave a, re- leave a written review. It helps this message get out to more entrepreneurs, more Jesus loving entrepreneurs to help them do their thing and reach their people that God has called them to reach. So y'all have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes. And all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.